Welcome to Jimmy Knows. Drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jim Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Jimmy Knows Podcast. This is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. Alongside me, attorney Jim Glazer. How are you, Jim? Hey, I'm good today. How you doing, Dave? Well, I'm good, but I could be a little better because as you and I were just discussing before we started recording, as we sit here today on this morning, we are lamenting the end of our beloved New England Patriots season. We're recording this on a Monday, and we had a chance yesterday against the Bills, but Maybe not a great chance. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. How did you uh, react to that game yesterday? So uh, I, I, I have to agree with you. I thought we had a chance, um, but I got to tell you, I think going into Buffalo in that environment, everything that happened a week ago Monday with DeMar Hamlin, I, I, the, the, the Bills weren't going to lose that game. It's, yeah, hey, they listen, really weren't. Um, you still, you, you opening kickoff, they run it back. I, I think yeah. my, my wife told me a stat, and listen, my wife's not a statistician by any means with the NFL. She said something, and this is, you know, I guess this is karma, and this is why things are meant to be, but I guess they hadn't run back a kickoff. Yeah. It was like three years and maybe... Since Buffalo had? Yeah, it was yeah. something to do, it, it had to do, there was something to do with threes. Okay. It was yep. just all meant to be. It might have been like uh, oh. three years and three days or something. Oh, okay. So it lined up to DeMar's His number. number. Yeah, yeah. the threes. So I'm just happy for that young man. Everything you read about him, very philanthropic, very charitable guy trying to give back. How scary a situation. The way ESPN handled it, it just, the first responders, thank God. If it wasn't for, you know, that emergency team, I, I don't know if he would have survived, but I yeah. mean... I guess, I, as with anything in the NFL, they're prepared for everything. It's just yeah. amazing. They run simulations of this, I guess, I was reading during the exhibition season and things of that nature. But really? The SWAT team and the way they handled this mm. and um, all hands on deck. Damar Hamlin's alive because of the efforts of these first responders. Yeah. And, yeah, in, in years past, when technology wasn't quite what it was, I, I don't, it's dark to say, but I don't think it's any question he would have died on the field. It, and apparently they had to revive him multiple times. And so it's uh, sort of odd to say, but if something like that is going to happen to you, that's kind of the place to happen. <laughs> He's, he had people sprinting out to him immediately when it happened. And so marvels of, of modern medicine and all that. I know you deal with this sometimes in, in your day job. You deal with the accidents, and so you see it. It's always sad when something like that happens, but good that it was a happy ending. I'm, I'm sad that the, the Patriots had to be the victim, but I was with you. As soon as I saw all the DeMar Hamlin stuff, they take the opening kickoff back, and they're like, well, <laughs> forget it. Although we fought. Patriots fought. So as we do on this podcast, sometimes we, get, we like to do things on the lighter side, just a way to get to know Jimmy the lawyer, and I know you you have uh, a family member who works for the Patriots and the Kraft family. That's your, your sister, Robin, correct? I do. My yep. sister, she, I'm not sure what her full role is. I'm not sure if it's, it's probably, I don't know if it's like chief operating officer of the Patriots at this point. She's also the attorney or chief legal officer. I'm not sure 100%, but she's been there for like about 14 years now. She, you know, loves working at the organization, mm. loves the family, the Kraft family. She's, she says they're amazing people and she couldn't be lucky to have the job she has. But yeah, I'm fortunate. I've had a lot of great experiences from my sister, you know, been on the field, been to Super Bowls, just a lot of, you know, wonderful experiences. And actually we had a funny one. So I spent New Year's with my wife and my sister. It's kind of become a little tradition. We'll try and get together, have dinner. And this year I said to my wife, I go, why don't we um, go to Providence for the night? Mm. So we end up um, booking a couple of hotel rooms because Robin's going to stay over too. They actually had a game the next day against the Dolphins. So 
we get to the uh, Renaissance Hotel mm-hmm. in Providence, and guess who's staying there? The Dolphins. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, funny. yeah. It was kind of, it was, it was, it was kind of funny. We were in the elevator with Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> my wife and I, and yeah. They seem like a, a, a good group of yeah, and uh, fortunately the Patriots won the next day. They but it's just it, it <laughs> yeah. was just another one of those experiences. And well, it's, it is NFL playoff time, and so we're used to in New England here, in and certainly in the last twenty years or so, we're used to being in them. We're not in them now, but that's okay because today I thought we'd um, kick around some of our favorite postseason memories of the Patriots or otherwise. And and uh, Jim, this could be from when you were a wee lad or in recent years or whatever, does, does one game, let's, we'll start with that. I guess, does one game stick out as most memorable perhaps that you attended or whatever? So I've actually attended four Super Bowls. Oh, you know, showing off. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> one, and it started off to, from the experience of being in a hotel room with like 10 guys, you know, I think it was back in 96 down in New Orleans and Green Bay, which was literally 10 of us in a hotel room. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it was just a crazy time, maybe eight of us, but it was, that was, that was the first experience all the way up to some of the more recent ones, which was probably one of my favorite memories being in Houston and being fortunate enough to be flown there on one of my buddies, private jets. Oh. But the reason I bring that up is mm. because the reason it was such a memorable experience, it was to be with, it, there were 10 of us, wives and my best friends, and you can't describe it, but we're there. It's 28-3 at halftime. Yep. And my buddy who has the plane starts texting, you guys want to head back to Boston. Literally, that's <laughs> that's the experience. They always say that's the best thing, having a friend with a jet. He's like, you want to just get out of get here? Get out of Dodge. Head, and we'll head out yeah. and head back. And I don't know, the texts were going around, and then finally someone with some sanity, I think it was Dave knows, our buddy Dave, I think it was our buddy Dave Lowe. Dave Lowe. You know, he's just like, yeah. you know, PhD in psychology, and mm-hmm. a little tidbit, him and his sister went on to start a little company called Stacy's Pita Chips and sold For the sure. Pepsi. But Dave, one of the smarter guys I know, he said, you know what, let's stay. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> yep. All of a sudden, you're there, the Atlanta fans are taunting us, this and that, and before it, the Patriots are rallying back and mm. we win the game and it's probably one of the greatest experiences ever of clawing back. And the funny thing is, I think our boys watched the game together. Yeah. I think they, they might have watched it at your house. Yeah. And, yeah. and I remember, you know, we were, I was in Houston, but I remember getting texts and I think it was from Rhonda Jansky who was over there at the yep. time at your yep. house. And I guess they made the boys go back in the basement. Yeah. They went, you know, <laughs> right, they, they, right. It, like karma was the same. We had, we, had, I remember like one of them, we wouldn't let anyone change seats. Yeah. That happened to me too. I was, yeah. Griffin was hosting some friends at the house. I wasn't with him. I was at a different place with, it was my cousin and my mom and my brother and my dad would have been there, but he was at the game. He got, he, he someone invited him to go to the game. So we said, dad, you got to go. And so he complained about all the walking, but he, of course you, you don't forget that kind of comeback, but we did the same thing. Like I, my cousin, uh, Mikey, he bailed at, at halftime. He said, I can't take this anymore. I'm leaving. And so, and so he left. Hey, but they, that, hey with Mikey, what Mark Wahlberg, right? Did Mikey Mark? Yeah, I think he that's left. right. He pulled he, the Wahlberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But, even, though, even though Mark, he did say his son got tired and he had to get him back to the hotel, but I don't know. A lot of us Boston guys, we hung, we hung in there. But I got up and I went into the kitchen and I still have a a clear view of the the TV from where I'm standing in the kitchen, but I was just so nervous with us losing like that. I just was kind of standing just right like by the sink and the kitchen just kind of standing there and we started coming back. And so I went to go back to sit down on the couch and they're like, what are you doing? No, go back to the kitchen, go back to the kitchen. You got it. You got to stand in the kitchen. And so I, I, spent the rest of the the game in the kitchen but loving it it was that that's it's what's amazing about sports is as i was saying before we started recording i mentioned that me and jim are both sharon mass guys happened to be at a sharon high school 
basketball game the other night, which was very exciting. Sharon ended up. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. They ended up narrowly beating Foxborough. But I remember thinking at one point with like both student sections screaming their heads off, cheerleaders doing flips. I remember thinking if a Martian came down and I had to explain to him why everybody cares so much about the, the final score of this little game involving a, a ball and a hoop, it might be kind of hard to explain. And in like manner, we live, we died and were reborn sort of emotionally that day, What you in person in Houston, and hanging on every, there were so many little moments in that game that if it went the other way, you know, we had to get two two-point conversions in that game. You remember that? Hey, listen, J11, I got to give a shout out to Julian Edelman. I'm fortunate to be friends with his dad, Frank. He's super family. Um, oh. I, hey, Julian's a workhorse. And, you know, it, 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 again, you talk about family and we're talking about, like, kids. Just a little tidbit. You know, I think he learned his work ethic from his dad. His dad runs an auto body repair company out in California. And if I call Frank and it's 530 his time, he's there. So, but, hey, you don't win that game without Julian making that catch. No question. I, you know, and just a quick side note, we've talked about, like, some experiences. So I got to tell you, I've been on the agony feet, too. I was in Arizona in 07 when we lost that game. And then... The only other Super Bowl I went to, I was fortunate. My sister took me as part of our Patriot package. She could bring a guest, and she's brought you know, basically different family members, but she brought me, and I got to spend a weekend with her in Atlanta. Oh, nice. Excellent. And, and that was uh, that was a good time. And, and, and that, that So was, you're two and two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm two and two. I've had different experience from the spectrum of being, being very young and just hanging out with my yeah. crazy time with buddies and having no expectations to the spectrum of flying on a jet and being in Houston and seeing a win, spending a great weekend in Atlanta with my sister that I'll never forget to being 07, seeing the Patriots unfortunately lose on heartbreaker. You know, on a heartbreaker. So yeah. you know what? Those have all been great memories. Been AFC championships, been on the field. Thank you, thank you, Robin, for getting me on the field for, for those times. It, it just super memorable and um looking forward to hopefully the Patriots getting their um Getting getting things turned around a little bit, you know. For sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I, I mean, you're not going to craft family. They know what they're doing, and I, they're going to get this thing righted again. But I think you answered the question to the Martian. How do you explain to the Martian why people care much about it? It's it's in a way, it's not. You've said it, and it's not so much about which way that ball bounces or whether the ball goes through the uprights or whatever. It it is a shared experience. You talked about friends, and you talked about family, and that's how it's always been for me. And you and I, growing up in the shadow of what used to be Schaefer Stadium, right? It was probably a tradition in your family. It was definitely a tradition in mine. My parents took me to sit on those cold aluminum benches starting in 1977. And so it's something we care about collectively. Maybe call it an excuse to get together. An excuse. What is rooting except pulling for something to happen that you're sharing? It's no fun if you're not sharing with other people. And that's what you've said. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so true. It just I think what makes the experience the best is that it's just the lifelong memories I, I'll make with my family and friends, having been at those games, and, and those will continue. And, and that's, and I hope, you know, hope to have the experience with my kids and ultimately mm -hmm. grandchildren. Our kids are spoiled, all the championships and all the sports they've got. They, they didn't have, suffer they, like we did. They, Come on. They, have no, they have no idea. <laughs> have no idea. You know, <laughs> it's been 20 years of, of being incredible. Hey, to live, have lived in Boston for the last 20 years, it just, it's been a special place, and um happy to be part of the community and to be considered one of Boston's favorite injury lawyers. So it's great to be from Boston. Well, we found out Jimmy knows football in addition to other things. Uh, real quick, your Super Bowl pick. I'll go first and then I'll let you go second. Now, mind you, we're making these predictions before the playoffs even start. So let's see if we hit it. I'll go Chiefs over Niners in the Super Bowl. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I can bet against uh, Mahomes and I, this kid Brock Purdy. Uh, he he's tough. I think he's six and zero. Oh, um, yep. So we'll see. We need you on the record. You going the same way I am? 
Chiefs over Niners? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I have All to right. say, I, I see it's got to be. You, you, you can't bet against the Chiefs right now, Mahomes. So that's cool. We'll we'll both celebrate when we're right on a future podcast. Go to JimmyKnows.com is the best way to get in touch with you, right, Jim? That's it. JimmyKnows.com. One 1000 Call us twenty four seven three sixty five. We're here for you. Excellent. Enjoy football, everyone. Next season, go Pats, and we'll see you next time on Jimmy Knows. Thank you.